G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If you were to tie a piece of cotton around me, I could break it easily. In fact, if you were to tie a piece of cotton around me twice, I could easily break through. But if you were to keep twining the cotton around my body, there would be a point where I couldn't break free. Addiction is like that. You can take a substance once, and you can walk away from it. But if you keep going back to that substance, there comes a time when you're under the power of addiction. You're brought into bondage and captivity to that very thing. It's the same with forms of behavior. I can behave in a certain way once, but if I continue to practice that form of behavior, there there comes a point when it is addictive. And Jesus said that he has come to set the captive free. There are countless testimonies of people that have been addicted to all kinds of things, and yet Jesus has set them free. And remember, he said, if the Son shall set you free, you will be free indeed. This is Set Free with Ken Legg. And welcome once again to Set Free with Ken Legg. I'm Phil Edwards, and this week we're looking at the subject of addictive behaviour. And as I sip on my coffee, Ken, it's... uh, (laughs) Quite a wide-ranging subject, isn't it? You can be addicted to all sorts of things, alcohol, drugs, nicotine, gambling, pornography, the list goes on. Yes, you mentioned coffee there. I, I certainly have a, a likeness for coffee, but as I keep telling my friends, I can give it up any time I want. Let me just have another one. <laughs> but seriously, you know, um, there are those obvious addictions that you spoke about, but then, of course, there are respectable addictions, such as work yeah, you know, some people are workaholics. They they work, but mm. they just keep working. They, they work and they bring their, their work home. They go to their office or their shed or whatever it is and just don't stop working. Shopping would be another one, I guess. Shopping, or as the ladies like to call it, RT, retail therapy. <laughs> but uh, uh, exercise is another one. You know, yeah. people get a certain high by exercising. They re- uh, releases those, what they call them, the happy hormones, those yep. endorphins. And uh, people actually get a bit of a trip on that, you know, and uh, can... Get addicted to exercise. I'll never understand those people. <laughs> <laughs> what about ministry? Some people minister, but others minister because they have a need to be needed or whatever. Yep. In fact, I was going through a list of um, different kinds of addiction. This lady came up to me afterwards. Uh, I was speaking in a public meeting, you know. She came up to me afterwards. She said, what about the internet? She said, yeah. my, my son is addicted to the internet. He's on it from the time he gets up in the morning until the time he goes to bed in the evening. In fact, I heard of a, another one just recently. Have you ever heard of nomophobia? Nomophobia. Nomophobia. It's no. the fear of not having a mobile phone. Yeah, actually, that's a very real thing for a lot of people that, that they feel very anxious when yeah. they don't have their phone with them, which is kind of crazy. You think back to, you know, you and I are old enough to remember not having mobile phones and yeah. how on earth did we get on, you know? Exactly. Life did go on, didn't it? But people can be addicted to that kind of thing. Mm. I heard someone say recently, actually, you can be addicted to your friends. Right. Uh, You've just got to have that social interaction all the time. And there's plenty of things that we could list. How do you actually define an addiction, though? Um, You talk about exercise as a good thing, for example. We should do that. And, yes, we might get enjoyment out of it. But at what point does something like that or any of the other things that we mentioned actually become an addiction? Well, my definition of addiction is a compulsive or obsessive relationship to a substance, person, 
behavior or thing. I'll say that again. A compulsive or obsessive relationship to a substance, person, behavior or thing. Now, there's a difference between an addiction and a habit. Um, I I believe personally that God has given us the power of habit Mm. so that we can do mundane things without really thinking about them. I mean, you know, you get up in the morning, put your shirt on, you're not thinking about which button goes into which buttonhole. It's automatically. Why? Because you're thinking about the more important things. And there are good habits that we should get into, isn't there? That's right. But, of course, Satan has hijacked the power of habit and um, replaced it with addiction so that people will get into bondage to certain lifestyles and uh, things like we talked about earlier on. So um, if you want to differentiate between a habit and, a, and, a, and an addiction, I would say that an addiction is characterized by three things. Number one is bondage. Uh, you know, at the beginning of the program, I gave that illustration about the piece of cotton. There comes a point where people can't actually give it up. They can't get free of it. It is mm. something that is controlling their lives. You know, Peter says, by whom or if you like, by what a person is overcome by that, he is also brought into bondage. So an important aspect of our salvation is that Jesus came to set us free from every kind of enslavement. Mm. And you think about that cotton example, you get to a point where you literally cannot get out. There is nothing that you can do, but somebody external to you, in this case we're talking about Jesus, has the external power to come along with his scissors, so to speak, and (laughs) and cut those cotton cords to a point where you can break free. Absolutely. That's the good news of the gospel. Yeah. You mentioned three. What's the next one? Well, uh, another characteristic of addiction is life domination. Uh, an addiction takes over just about every area of a person's life. Yeah. Uh, for example, a social drinker adjusts his habit to fit into his lifestyle, but an alcoholic adjusts his lifestyle to fit into his habit. That's the yeah. difference. Yeah. Uh, and it affects every aspect, every segment of your, if you like, of his life. It starts uh, in, intruding into his family life. Is you know the way he relates to his family. Um, it'll affect the way he performs at work. Of course, it'll affect his health, you know, his liver or whatever. Um, it'll affect his finances for sure. He's putting his hand in his pocket more and more to, to feed his habit. And uh, uh, it'll affect his social life. People will start withdrawing from him because they don't like that kind of behavior or whatever. And uh, so on and so forth. So it's life dominating. Yeah, a great example of the financial impact. I'm not a smoker. Uh, but I was standing behind someone in the queue in uh, Woolies the other day, and I couldn't believe it was $125 for a carton of cigarettes. Wow. But how on earth did they afford it? It was amazing. It's pretty tragic, though, when you see uh, people being dominated like that, when, when it starts to ruin their lives, really. I guess you could say it's a bit like a virus or, or a cancer that starts to spread yeah. through their life. Would that be a fair comment? I think it is. And, and, and of course, the, that leads us to the third um, characteristic, which is ultimately it leads to death. So so maybe that um, analogy of cancer is a good one because uh, eventually it begins to not only dominate and take over every part of the body, but the end result is death. Um, you think about that. You know, We talked about different segments that um, an addiction can intrude into family. Mm. Some people have lost their, their marriage, their family because of their addiction. Uh, work. Some people lost their job because they just can't hold it down because they're so under the power of their addiction. Yeah. Uh, health, you know, that's an obvious one. You mentioned finances, social life. I mean, a person's whole life begins to die as a result of the power of addiction. And we know that, of course, you know, the enemy is behind addiction and uh, the thief comes to steal, to kill and destroy. And that's his goal. That's his um, end uh, range purpose. You know, Jesus has come to give us life, but he's come to destroy life. And uh, I always think that Romans 6 is a good chapter uh, to comment on this whole subject of um, addictive behavior because it talks about the grace of God 
being the power to set us free, yeah. not only from the penalty of sin, but from the power of sin so that we yeah. can actually live above um, addictive behavior and so on. But then Paul goes on to talk about what happens if we choose not to avail ourselves of the grace of God. And uh, he said, of course, there are certain consequences for that. In fact, he gives three. First of all, he says that sin will make you a slave, as we've already said. In Romans 6 and verse 16, he says, Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves to slaves to obey, uh, you are under that one's power whom you obey, whether of sin leading to death or of obedience leading to righteousness? So there's the obvious one that we've already spoken about, Mm -hmm. enslavement. And then in uh, verse 21, he says that actually sin will lead to shame. Um, in verse 21, he says, what fruit did you have in those things in which you are now ashamed? Uh, you know, I mean, addiction leads to behavior that we're ashamed of. A lot of addictive behavior is actually secretive yeah. because of that very thing. People are just ashamed yeah. of what they're doing. And the third characteristic of addictive behavior, of course, is ultimately death. Um, he goes on to say in that same verse, in verse 21, he says, for the end of those things is death. And, and so that's the power of addiction. It ends ultimately in death. You know, it kills joy, it kills peace, it kills relationships, it kills dreams and goals in our life. And uh, the ultimate fruit of all sin is death. But Christ comes in to give us life. And praise God, as you said, you, you know, you illustrated it so perfectly earlier, Phil. He's the one that bring, comes along and brings the scissors and cuts through that cotton that is so thick now that we can't break free of it, but his power can set the captive free. That's the good news. We hope this discussion on addictive behaviour has been helpful for you today and we'll have more tomorrow. Until then, remember, you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free. For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Legg, including the book This Is The Life, which features topics from today's message, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.